2: Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
3: Pat Mahomes is embracing the challenge of his first road playoff game in his career. How in the world has this happened? Just goes to show how successful the Chiefs have been over the, first, over the last few years, as Pat Mahomes will go to Buffalo and take on the Bills in the divisional round. Welcome back to Make well Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And now it's time to talk some playoff props who will finish the playoffs as the passing leader, the rushing leader, and the receiving leader. And what I find interesting in terms of what BetMGM is telling us as far as what the public is doing with individual game props, I think there may be some kind of a correlation when it comes to game props and playoff leader props. And I want to talk about C.J. Stroud here because in the Texans-Ravens game, the most bet on prop per BetMGM is that Stroud will go over 240 and a half passing yards. He currently ranks sixth among quarterbacks with 274 passing yards, third among quarterbacks still standing. And right now, Aaron, I'm seeing an 18 to 1 for Stroud to finish as the passing leader. Is that a bet you are interested in?
1: Wow. Is that for the entire playoffs or just the division around? For for the entire
3: playoffs. Okay. Seven
1: to 1? Yeah. Okay, so for a division round. I was looking at division round. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess if you think the Texans are going to go far, because if you're going to look for entire playoffs, then you've got to factor in who do you also think is going to be <laughs> playing in the most games. And they're big, they're big dogs, right? So that's, that's tough. Um, I'm already invested in Texans Super Bowl future. So I would... definitely stay away from that. If you already bet them to go far in the playoffs as a team, I just don't think there's enough value there. Um, But maybe for the division round, I would look there because if they are playing from behind, that is something to look at. Now you are going up against the Ravens who have the best defense and there could be some weather. I think this could also be um, a big ground game for both of these teams. If there is some weather issues in Baltimore. So I I'm going to be honest when I was looking at the passing yards leader I think it's a tough market you've got some really good quarterbacks who are still left standing and I'm thinking this is a tough one to pinpoint right now
0: yeah so so the guys that grab my attention are probably guys that aren't going to be there much longer you know what I mean Mm -hmm. just players in great matchups and then like you look at it okay how many games do I need It's like oh man this is it's probably going to be an early exit uh i'm guessing we'll talk about mike evans a whole bunch the next couple days like he's in a great spot this weekend but Mm -hmm. do the bucks have to be in the super bowl for him to be the receiving leader
3: probably yeah right i don't know i i think they don't have to be in the super bowl because let's say they upset the lions then they get a third game. Whereas your one seeds only play three games, right? So Mm -hmm. in terms of the number of opportunities, they can upset the lions lose to say the 49ers and Mike Evans can still very well finish as the receiving leader. So, so in that aspect, any team from the wildcard round that makes it to a third game certainly can do this.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But he only had 48 yards on Monday. Mm -hmm so he's got a lot of people to jump to get right. to get there so can can he go that far in two games like right now he's what 130 some behind puka like mm-hmm. in, in your one game in so can you also only play two more games and then still have such a lead you know the good part is okay puka's out dobbs is second is he going to be done after this weekend most likely Devontae's out Mm -hmm. that's your top three right now like Lamb's fifth Mm -hmm. so in a lot of this makes me think that maybe you can find value in the the guys that have not played yet
3: sure no and I'm glad you brought that up uh because like specifically if we're looking at like the receiving leader I look at the 49ers and I say okay who is this passing offense going to go through I personally believe it's going to be Brandon Aiyu Yes, Samuel's great. Kittle's great. All these other, Mm -hmm. you know, ancillary guys are wonderful. But to me, Brandon Ayuk really is wide receiver one, and he hasn't played yet. And when it comes to the NFC, I think especially because the Cowboys lost. Like, I know, you know, we're all besmirching Dallas, and that's fine. You know, in many ways, they deserve it. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, I go, that makes the path to the Super Bowl even easier for San Francisco. Not that they won't have to pass a lot, and they do that anyway. You know, even Christian McCaffrey will be a pass catcher a good bit when he's out there. But I do look at this and say, they're going to try and have like three, four passing touchdowns a game here. And some of those may be chunk plays. Some of those may be explosives. And to me, the likeliest candidate, as far as that's concerned, will be Brandon Ayuk. And you can get him at 10 to one. He dominates the Niners and team air yard share. And if they're going to have three games, and that's going to be just as many as most anyone else.
0: Yeah. Ayuk, fifth favorite for this weekend. Um, Mike Evans,
3: division around leader.
0: I like mm-hmm. that. You can find him 9-1. Yeah, to one.
3: I love that. that. That's a good price. Yeah ceiling for Evans is very high. And that's, that's important as well. Like here's, here's a receiver that we often forget about yet, you know, even though he didn't have a monster wildcard game, like he's probably due for positive regression. We know how high that ceiling is. And so I'm with you guys. Like, I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, when it comes to say passing leader, I. Uh, first off i just love the creativity in this market right like when you're trying to figure out paths and all that fun stuff like is there another upset in the works and maybe you start with that conversation is there a team that can upset a one seed or can upset uh the the better seed on the road i still look at the buccaneers and i'm curious Like, you know, dabbling at plus 220 on that money line, like it would be an interesting call. Not one I'm against. We had Brad Spielberger on yesterday, and he likes sprinkling a little on that money line. But that's plus 220. Baker Mayfield to be the passing leader is seven to one. And to me, regardless of game script, if the Buccaneers do upset Detroit, it will be because Mayfield had a monster outing, and he may have to go nuclear in which he can do that. But if he does, I don't think anybody else can catch him at that point because he'll have that third game. Even if he has a bad third game, I think that's a large enough sample size for him to go way over this mark. And it's also sort of a quasi Mike Evans play as well. Someone we all agree could finish as the weekend's receiving leader, but he will also have to go nuclear, which he can. He's capable of doing that. I think Mayfield at 7-1 is a good look here, guys.
0: He's already the leader. Of the quarterback still alive. He's your leader. Okay. So would you rather do Baker seven to one entire playoffs or six to one this weekend?
3: Mm.
1: I think six to one this weekend. Six to one this weekend. 100%. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because it's, I mean, if they lose this game, then th- they will only have two games, and then it, someone will have three and be able to surpass them. Like, I'm not expecting like a Dak Prescott like performance where there's 400 yards involved, a lot of it in garbage time. Like, I don't it necessarily could. think any of these offense. It, who would it be, though? What do you think it would be? The Texans, oh, maybe? Bak- the Stroud? I'm,
0: no, I was saying Baker could do that. Lose okay. the game against a bad defense, high-scoring game, garbage time, and, and mm-hmm. he's your leader in a loss.
3: hmm Yeah, for the weekend, for for sure. So then, like, let's say it's 400, that gets him up to 737 for the playoffs. Do you see a quarterback getting past, say, 737? Like, you know, if Jared Goff makes a run or, you know, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, one of those, I do you think, think they Purdy. can get past 737 in three games?
0: Yeah, I think Purdy can, especially with the matchup he's starting with.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I am as well. I I do think that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, It it is interesting, though, again, going back to some BetMGM insights for the Packers 49ers uh, game. Brock Purdy, uh, under 30 and a half passing attempts. That is something the public really, really likes. They do believe the ball is going to be in Christian McCaffrey's mitts a lot in this game. And it may be something where because of game script, they're just going to blow him out of the water and then try and get this game done as quickly as possible. That seems to be what the public believes. But at the same time, I go like, yes, the 49ers can blow him out of the water. I do think that's possible. But I also think they could be passing a lot even with a lead, even with, say, a two touchdown lead in the second half. Wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of bomb. And that's kind of what we remember as the dagger, uh, you know, so to speak. So, you know, this is one where I think you have to get really creative here, guys.
1: Yeah. I, I, for me personally, I just think I'm forcing it with the quarterbacks. Like even with Baker, mm-hmm. I'd rather just bet Mike Evans to be the leader in receiving this weekend at plus eight fifty. You're getting more value there. Um, I just think any of these quarterbacks, like maybe not Lamar, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. There, a lot of these. I think the quarterback one is tough to figure out.
0: Mm-hmm. The rushing is really interesting because yeah. two two three and four buffalo kc guys because josh allen's in there as far as Mm -hmm. overall uh rashad white is fifth big underdog this weekend aaron jones first big underdog this weekend singletary six big underdog this weekend so it's going to be really interesting how um, how the rushing leader shakes out
2: selling a little or a lot Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I think as far as, like, the total playoffs, when I look at, say, Christian McCaffrey being the leader at plus 155, like, I'm not opposed to betting on the favorites in some of these markets just because, like, look, it's a matter of value. Like, Christian McCaffrey has a 60% chance of being the rushing leader and plus 155 is what you're offering me. Yes, I'm going to take it. But my concern, mm-hmm. and, and I know this sounds a little morbid, but are there injury concerns that we've just forgotten about when it comes to McCaffrey? Like, th- this is someone who has been healthy, for the most part, all season long. And that's been great. And mm-hmm. last year he's been healthy. And, and that's what the 49ers really need. But before that, you know, he did get nicked up a good bit. And he is a running back and he's a high usage running back as well. Yep. I do wonder when it comes to just the nature of the position, no matter how great the running back is, that plus 155 is not going to offer value for the entire playoffs. No. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, Joe. It, it, it's something where I think you got to little get get a little bit more creative here than just taking the favorite.
0: Um, what is, what's the number on Pacheco for the entire playoffs? For this weekend, he's third
3: favorite. Mm-hmm. For the entire playoffs, I am saying plus four eighty, second shortest, or tied for second okay. shortest with James Cook.
0: Okay, I thought it'd be a better number because that's a guy that if you think they're going to win this weekend. He could have a lot of opportunities. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. this weekend set up for a Pacheco game if they want it to be. I'd, that's always a question with the with the Chiefs coaching staff. So you actually get better numbers on Pacheco this weekend. So, like, w- with rushing, if you have a strong opinion on the winner of KC Buffalo, I would take the running back on the winning side. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you think the Bills are going to win, I think James Cook or Josh Allen are going to be in great spot
1: to
3: take that. Mm -hmm. No, I I think that approach makes a good bit of sense. Yeah, Aaron.
1: Plus seven (laughs) fifty, you're getting some pretty good Uh, value on him.
3: Sure, for sure. Could it be a quarterback for the playoffs, like a Lamar Jackson at Uh, sixteen to one, Josh Allen also at sixteen to one? Could it be one of those quarterbacks?
0: Absolutely. I mean, Josh Allen is in the mix right now after one game. Mm-hmm. That, that was Paul's bet before the playoffs too. So, you know, so yes. He gonna, abst-
1: I am interested to see how the Texans do uh, defensively stopping the run against the Ravens because obviously we know, you know, D'Amico Ryan's defensive guy, but the Texans rank six in rush yards allowed per game. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're not too bad at stopping the run.
3: It's not too bad, but are the Ravens that much better at being creative with their run looks and disguising things that look like pass but turn out to be a run? Like, I think talent is one thing, but I'm curious if it's also scheme and being prepared to stop the run. Like if, say, there are a lot of RPOs run something like that if say they're just ill-prepared and this defense that is capable of stopping the run just gets gashed a lot because the Ravens are that much smarter than everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think they probably have in terms of the run game, they're, you know, very strong. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, Texans do defend it very
4: well.
0: It, that's what I'm really interested in the divisional round with. There are a lot of matchups where, Okay, you have teams that are either pass funnel or where the advantage is rushing. So are those Mm -hmm. teams gonna lean into that a little bit? I think it's gonna be fascinating.
3: or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining One 3 Plus.